The following KQED production was produced in high definition. Calories, calories, calories. Wow, uh, it rocked my world. It just kind of reminded me of like a boot camp. I don't know what you have, but this is great. <laughs> it almost felt like sort of country club food to me. Don't touch it, it's hot. I gotta tell you, people are getting me excited with all these dishes, this is crazy. Check Please Bay Area is brought to you by Locally owned and operated for 23 years, Amici's East Coast Pizzeria's 12 Bay Area restaurants offer authentic New York-style pizzas cooked in traditional open flame ovens. Along with pizzas, Amici's freshly made pastas and salads are also available for delivery to home or business one order at a time. With many vegetarian, vegan, and gluten-free options, Amici's menu has something everyone can enjoy. Menu and online ordering feature can be found at amici's.com. Amici's East Coast Pizzeria, proud to support KQED. From sommelier city walks and chef-led journeys to discovering nature on the Great Barrier Reef, Tourism Australia means adventure. More at australia.com slash now. And by Charitable Auto Resources, urging you to donate your car to KQED's vehicle donation program to help raise funds for quality public broadcasting. And the Campaign for the Future Program Venture Fund and the members of KQED. Hi, I'm Leslie Sabraco. Welcome to Check, Please! Bay Area, the show where regular Bay Area residents review and talk about their favorite restaurants. Now we have three guests, and each one recommends one of their favorite spots, and the other two go check them out to see what they think. This time, actress and comedian Diane Amos is used to playing her part on stage and screen. But when she's in need of sustenance, she chooses a taste of New Orleans for the leading role. And law student Alexis Lynch has prepared a spreadsheet of all the restaurants she wants to try, and it's quite a list. At the top, though, is her favorite, a little Thai place. But first, wedding coordinator Rolando Mafnes is committed to the Mexican cuisine at his spot. He vows that it's just like the food his grandma and mother made. It's on Bryant Street in San Francisco, and it's called El Matate Restaurant. My name is Francisco Hernandez. Uh, I'm part owner of El Metate. El Metate is made with love from our customers because they support El Metate from day one till now. Our recipes are made with fresh ingredients, homemade style, and uh, there's some recipes made by my mom that we follow, and some others are the ones that I have created through the experience I have been cooking all of my life. The money that we make here, it was uh, a competition to my mom and myself who will make the best mole. And uh, she ended up saying, well, you know, go ahead and make it, Francisco, because your mole is better than mine. Our customers are great to El Metate. You know, it's so great. It's really make us feel really good, the love that they show us. Our workers that we have had, uh, they stay with us for a long time because they're part of the, my family. It is great, you know, they joke with me. And, you know, it's a great relationship. And I think, uh, you know, our customers see that, that the relationship that we have with our, with our employees, so it's great. All 
All right, Rolando, um, El Matate, why is that? I mean, there's so many Mexican places, you know, especially in that area. Why do you love this place so much? Well, I think that the neighborhood um, definitely speaks for itself. Um, I think every Bay Area best list that Taqueria is located or listed somewhere. Right. So it's a fantabulous place. So. <laughs> and it's, um, you go, I know, for the mole. The mole, you? definitely the mole. I believe he does it twice a week. Sometimes the dates change, depends on his mood. But I know that he actually toasts his spices, adds a little bit of chocolate and some peanut butter right. and um, definitely not a base, a, a cheater's base, but he right. does make that from right. scratch. And that's the chef and the owner. That is yeah. um, Francisco, and yeah. he's there every day, and he shops every day for the um, produce and the local market items, and um, I get to chat with him. He's really a nice guy, and if you go there as well, you'll be able to speak with him to about the restaurant. Now, what was your experience, Alexis? Um, I thought it was very good. I love that it's walk-up order, but yet they have a separate area <clears throat> where you can sit down and eat and you feel like you're still in a restaurant. Right. Um, I wouldn't say it was the best Mexican I found, you know, in the Bay Area, but it was very good. I would go back for sure. Everyone was very friendly. I got my food very quickly and it was good. What did you eat? <clears throat> um, I went with a friend and we each had a fish taco and then we split a burrito. And let's talk about the fish tacos because they're certainly known for their mm -hmm. fish tacos. Yeah, someone had recommended that I mm -hmm. try them when I went and I'm glad I did. The piece of fish that you get in each taco is very generous. Mm -hmm. I mean, much more generous than I have seen. And lightly breaded. Very lightly nice breaded, not you know, combo. not greasy or heavy, or which sometimes can happen. Um, and it was really, really good. It was very simple. You know, sometimes maybe I would have liked to see a little more accoutrements with it, but overall, it tasted wonderful regardless. So. Right, because it comes with rice and it has <clears throat> some fresh, you know, tomatoes and salsa. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I thought the guacamole mm -hmm. was good. The guacamole was very watery to me, though. I liked mm -hmm. the flavor, but it was pretty watery. And my burrito, even though I had a super with salsa and all that, it was still kind of dry to me. Right. But you know, I can hot sauce that up, but I would definitely go back, I've got to try the fish taco. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and do you go for the hotter the better? Are you a hot, um, are you a hot mama? Uh, I'm a hot mama, but I like my food kind of medium going towards hot. I don't want to leave it I'm not trying to fan my tongue. <laughs> I like it spicy, for sure. You like it spicy? Yeah. I thought the burritos were pretty small, that's what I had. We each shared, you know, I went with a friend and had the steak and chicken. Everything was incredibly fresh. The restaurant's so clean. I really like that. Um, it's a small burrito compared to the Mission District. Right, which you normally but gigantic. that's kind of good if you want to eat like, because you know, we can all stay a little less sometimes. I'll speak for myself. <laughs> but um, so I you, enjoyed it. I mean, I, I would definitely go back to try other things for sure. Yeah. What else? Let's talk about the mole because, again, that's the chef's specialty. It's, it's, it's like my grandmother's, but don't uh, tell her. Yeah. I might have her feelings. <laughs> but I do know he, like I said, he roasts those spices and it's authentic. It really tastes like down home to me. What other dishes um, do you like? Do you have the anything else? That's the carnitas, of course. Anything with pork. Pork is, uh, you know, anything with pork and it's shredded and falls off the bone, crispy texture on the outside and soft in the inside. Um, his tacos are amazing. So, and it's mm -hmm. probably the best $1.75 taco you can get in the Mission District. And let's talk about that because value. Did you feel like this is a bang for your buck? Oh, place? a huge bang for the buck. I was, I mean, we had two fish tacos and split a burrito, and it was eleven dollars. I mean, right. great price and yeah. well. And I was, we left full, so. Yeah, and it's just so fresh. I mean, that's what I really liked about it. It was so obviously homemade. The flavors were all just like you know, like home. They, they shop. Like somebody's grandma for sure. It was good. <laughs> it, it's yeah. interesting because he does shop every morning. Mm -hmm. He and his staff go out. You can see them in the morning unloading the truck. So mm -hmm. he doesn't have a vendor that pulls up. Right. He is out there picking the produce from and his vendors Amy and the meat. the chips fine. Mm -hmm. yeah. well, always a plus. Mm -hmm. Always yeah. a sign of a good place. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I thought the 
ambiance was incredible. You know, we sat there and looked up and we looked at the, I mean, it was like one of those places where you could really, like I said, I, you would call someone and go, meet me at El Motate. I guess you'd be like, isn't this charming? You know, so mm -hmm. I really, it's a spot. It's a go-to spot for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, the art is all local art artists. Oh, so really? he actually had a few of the people from the neighborhood come down and help him to um, do the decor beautiful. in the restaurant mm -hmm. to keep the neighborhood feel alive and the mission feel alive as well. No, so. it does. Yeah, and and the table's outside too. Yeah. So on a nice day where we sat, I was almost sad to sit outside because yeah, the inside had was so outside. nice. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. perfect. Yeah, it was. Um, and then afterwards we had these cookies and I think they're made on site, I'm assuming. I don't know what they're called. I know they have a special name and they're dulce de leche in between two shortbread cookies is oh. how I would explain it, a little sandwich cookie. Yum. Oh my for. gosh, to And die you didn't for. bring us any? And I, I mean, I wanted to buy the whole tower <laughs> and leave with it and give them to everyone I knew. But I mean, I would go back literally just for the cookie. Mm. Yeah, it was outstanding. And those horchata cupcakes, oh, right? Cupcakes and the flan as well. I have not tried the flan. The cupcakes, and by the way, they're tiny, so you can eat one and feel pretty good about yourself. But <laughs> one. I'm you, one for each I, one. I, I, well, hey, you know, I was about, I'll tell you what, I, I made three bites out of that little cupcake because it was savory and beautiful. It was just like amazing. Sort of gingerbread-y almost. Yeah, cinnamon. 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 Yeah, the frosting, just that one little dollop, I'm telling you, we left there happy, and I would go back just for those two. Right. So, but uh, cookie, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. And let's talk about the flan because, again, the it, chef is known for his flan. It's creamy. Yeah. It's the custard is perfect. Um, the caramel on the bottom. It's probably the best three dollar piece you'll ever okay. take home with you. So. And it's steamed almost like a tamale, as oh. opposed to being baked in an oven. Baked in the oven. That yeah. I did not know. So mm -hmm. thank you for that. You're <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is your restaurant. So give us a quick summary of El Matate. Probably the best value in the mission. The tortas are amazing, and the ambiance is fantabulous. <laughs> Alexis. Yeah, a huge bang for the buck, really yummy, and cookies to die for. I'll go back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Diane. Sweet space, lovely look at, really fresh food, and I'm definitely going back for the fish tacos and uh, some of the other desserts that I didn't try. But horchata cupcakes, a-okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you would like to try El Matate Restaurant, it's on Bryant Street at 22nd in San Francisco. The telephone number is 415-641-7209. It's open for lunch and dinner every day. Reservations are accepted, and the average tab per person without drinks is around $10. The chef at Diane's place flies in indigenous products to ensure the authenticity in its Creole and Cajun cuisine. It's a quaint spot to get a taste of Louisiana. And with music some evenings, it's an experience. On El Camino Real in San Carlos, it's called Criola Bistro. I'm Edwin Caba from Criola, and we serve New Orleans cuisine that's easy on the spice, but not on the flavor. When we opened uh, Creole in 1996, we wanted to offer folks here in the peninsula authentic Creole cuisine. Also, we want to offer uh, bistro-style food. So people can come in one day, get their jambalaya, and the other day get their, um, get their filet mignon. We fly in indigenous ingredients from the Louisiana Gulf Coast and Bayou regions. This is what makes the food authentic. We also use those special ingredients in special ways to um, add our own little flair to the food. My parents are from the Dominican Republic. My dad was a dishwasher in New York City in the 21 Club. I have fond memories of visiting him at the restaurant. Also a lot of fond memories of cooking our type of cuisine, which is also called Creole in Dominican Republic. 
When you go to New Orleans, the atmosphere, the people, the food, the music, it's all fun. Uh, we try to bring New Orleans here to the Bay Area by offering live music every Thursday from jazz, New Orleans R&B, and blues. It's like we try to have a party here every night. Okay, Diane, let's talk New Orleans. Let's, let's talk Louisiana cuisine, Cajun. Okay. <laughs> Why do you go to Creola? Okay. Well, because it's the perfect little taste of New Orleans in the Bay Area. It's got that, that real New Orleans flavor, yet it's got some California sensibilities. Everything's so fresh, and it's got that fabulous presentation. And it's the kind of place where you can go have a totally romantic, like no one's there but you kind of dinner, or take friends and party like you are in New Orleans. You know, I mean, it's <laughs> Drink just, hurricanes! Yeah, drink it's hurricanes, do your thing, end up, you know, with dessert on your face. I mean, it's really a great place. And I mean, you start out, I mean, the appetizers, you'll be tempted to order all of them. Don't go back. And you don't even live in San Carlos. I no. Mean, you live in the city and I make do. your trip to San Carlos yes. to do that, right? And once you go, you will too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get over here and dig into Criola. The hush puppies definitely uh, okay. were so amazing that I think I wanted to invite Jesus for an order. <laughs> Let me tell you, crispy, sweet, salty—all those things that you want mm -hmm. with a um, with a uh, remoulade that was sweet but spicy as well. Okay. Um, I did find a little bit interesting that there was a lot of Japanese fusion on the menu, oh. and we called it. Or our table came up with the word Creole Japanese. Okay. <laughs> so, um, There's I, that California influence. There is yeah, most definitely. Yeah. We did not order the pokey tacos, which I thought was interesting for um, um, Creole food, mm -hmm. but I saw the table next door order them and they looked amazing. Um, our soft shell crab was a little overcrusted, and the jumbo, um, I believe the etouffee that we had, I was a little bit disappointed that the chef minced the um, crawfish, such wonderful sweet little mm. pieces of meat and they were um, kind of minced up. Mm -hmm. But other than that, um, we enjoyed our experience, the banquette with the pillows. I could have just lounged there with my hurricane all evening True. long. That's what so. happens True. with hurricanes. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. And what, what, what about you, Alexis? I, mean, I, I actually had a very mixed experience. Um, mm -hmm. We had a reservation and we weren't sat for about half an hour, which was kind of a downer, but they were very nice bringing us cocktails, you know, in the waiting area, which has a very comfy couch. Um, as far as the food, my dish was delicious. I had the shrimp Criola and it was um, shrimp over shrimp and crawfish stuffing. It was delicious, very rich though. You definitely need to be ready mm -hmm. for it. Um, other people at the table weren't as happy necessarily with their meals. Um, one was a redfish and one was a catfish and they were good, but they didn't want a whole serving of it necessarily, they said. The jambalaya was delicious. Someone at the table had it also. Huge serving, huge portions. Um, I, and overall, I mean, it was, Again, I think it's just, if you find the right things on the menu, you're gonna have a great experience, but you know, if you don't, you might not be as excited. Well, let's go back to you, Diane, because that's interesting. It sounded like there are hit and misses sure, here. Sure, sure. What, what are the hits that people, if they're gonna go down there, what do they have to try? Um, you have to try, um, well, you, the catfish bellachese I thought was incredible. The red beans and rice, you get it, you have it with grilled chicken or andouille sausage, is amazing. Um, is it really spicy? Is it um, a little bit more? Not really spicy, but just enough to, you know, that you know you're eating New Orleans, right? Mm -hmm. And um, the Caesar salad with hush puppies is amazing. The black and filet mignon, the sauce on that, you will be sopping it with your bread. I mean, it's just mm -hmm. one of those kinds of dishes, you know. Try different things because there's so many things going on. They have specials. And Edwin's the kind of owner that comes out and serves some of his dishes. And if you have an anniversary or birthday, there's always a special greeting. I mean, the 
wait staff is seamless, I feel, you know, just Let's really talk a little bit about great. service, because you said you, they made you wait, but, but made so, up for it. Well, we did wait, and then when we sat down, we did order drinks, and then it was a while before we ordered appetizers, and then they didn't even actually take our entree orders until after we'd finished the appetizers. It was a very long, drawn-out evening. Luckily, we were, I was with friends I hadn't seen in a while. We weren't in a huge hurry, so it was fine, but I could see other guests maybe being frustrated with an experience of that sort, mm -hmm. but they were very kind, and... It's kind of laid back nice. on. Yeah. yeah. You know, if you can finish the crowd at night. I mean, no one's really in a big rush to leave, so sometimes you end up waiting, but yeah, I'm always pretty happy, though. Now, here's a place to talk desserts, too. Oh, my here's goodness. Here's a place to talk desserts. Yes, the beignets. We try to order other things only when we go with other people, and they order other things, so I actually get to taste them. But uh, the bread pudding, and there's a, a peanut butter mousse pie that's just incredible. Really good. But the beignets are just fantastic. Lightly that, dusted. That light, fluffy, Oh, my goodness, yeah. yeah with the, lightly dusted. They serve with fresh fruit, which is, you know, that California twist again, and a little kind of like mango raspberry drizzle on the plate. So you're just, and coffee with chicory. Chicory Strong, coffee. smooth, but really complimentary. Puts you back on your feet after two hurricanes. That's right. That's you. right. <laughs> well, and, <laughs> that and Rolando? You know, pecan pie with a layer of cheesecake that had our my name all over it. <laughs> I was a little disappointed in it. Um, it did have a little bit too much corn syrup. Um, the cheesecake had a little bit of refrigerated taste. Yeah. And I will say that our whole table full of bears, big burly guys, we yeah. all left our desserts. We left half of them. Yeah. And that's a rare, rare thing. But the ambiance and the friendliness made up for that. Okay, Diane, okay. Criola is your spot, so give us a quick wrap-up. Romantic dinner or party like you're in New Orleans, moan through the meal, sit back, like you said, on the pillows, and have them wake you up for dessert. <laughs> <laughs> right, Alexis? Um, I think it's worth a try. I definitely think you should speak with someone who's gone so you know what to order, um, so you're prepared. And uh, you know, be prepared that it might be a, a long, drawn-out meal, so go with people you want to catch up with and just make it a night. Yes. Okay, and Rolanda, Criola? Criola, um, comfy, hospitable, friendly, and cozy lacks a little bit of imagination um, and a little bit of innovation. Okay. If you would like to try Criola Bistro, it's on El Camino Real at Oak in San Carlos. The telephone number is 650-654-0882. It's open for dinner every day with lunch on Wednesdays. Reservations are recommended, and the average tab per person without drinks is around $30. Check Please Bay Area is brought to you by the members of KQED and by Tourism Australia offers customizable food, wine, and nature adventures to Melbourne, South Australia, and the Great Barrier Reef. Information at australia.com slash now. You'll find Alexis's pick of Thai flavors in a little place on a busy street. She loves it for the simple decor and calm atmosphere that makes for a relaxing dining experience. It's on Lombard Street in San Francisco, and it's called Benjurong Thai Cuisine. My name is Sambun Kong Thun. I'm from Benjurong Thai Cuisine. This Benjurong is a make five color. Uh, red, yellow, green, blue, and white. It's made specially for our king family. Benjirong Thai Kitchen, we open uh, from 2008. We serve foods from so many parts of Thailand, like a curry, 
from Thailand and uh, papaya salad. Uh, we put on a special sauce on uh, grilled New York steak and uh, barbecue pork chop and barbecue beef. Ben Jerong, we have a lot of customers from local area and from tourist area, and we have a lot of takeout too. My chef is a cheese from Thailand. She cooks uh, very good food. She carving the daikon and put the, uh, so many colors. Look like a benjero and it make people uh, happy. All right, Alexis, I'm actually calm just kind of thinking about Benjerong. <laughs> I mean, when you go, you feel like there might be a spa in the back room somewhere waiting for you. It's just, it's it's very quiet and peaceful, and the decor is very clean and simple and yet beautiful at the same time. And I mean, you really feel like, oh, can I sign up for a massage right in the next room? <laughs> it feels that way. Um, and the food is, I mean, I think it's the best Thai that I've found. Their pumpkin curry, to me, is the best Thai dish that I have found in the Bay Area. Why so, is that? Um, so it's this, oh, it's just so delicious. They have chunks of pumpkin that have, are cooked to the perfect amount of tenderness um, and you can get it with you know chicken or tofu or whatever type of meat you want and oh, and it comes with the sauce I mean at the end of the meal I am always just piling the rice on and just pouring the leftover sauce on rice and just scooping it all up it's right. so delicious all right what was your experience Rolando when you went to Benjamin definitely the spa feel the clean um, lines the colorful walls um, loved it. I did feel like there might be a spa on the back the playful um, presentation Mm -hmm. uh, um, let me see, the fried rice stuffed into a um, pineapple look like a gay pride parade float. <laughs> Easy for you to say, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> I wanted to write down Market Street on that. So <laughs> definitely a nice thing, hot beer with the, um, the food. A um, little bit of a mixture with uh, more of the Chinese as well on the menu that um, I was actually um, seeing that, the stuffed wontons, and um, we had the pad sauce. So you didn't feel like it was a complete Thai restaurant? It had no, a little I had a little influence? bit of Chinese influence huh. which they border so right. that's understandable um, but definitely tried a few items I wish I would have stuck more to the tie because the pumpkin curry sounds divine so yeah um, but what we enjoyed our meals um, we had the um, pad si u, okay which is a um, thick egg noodle that had a, um, a black bean sauce with tender chunks of chicken that was very light and very the um, sticky rice mm -hmm. presented in a little bamboo steamer I've never seen before a little egg egg type shape um, with a little flour on top of it and everything was garnished perfectly with mm -hmm. hand-carved um, daikon rash dyed mm -hmm. in colors of hot fuchsia and my god it does sound like a gay pipe <laughs> <laughs> sorry fuchsia and indigo fuchsia. blue was definitely so. daikon indigo blue I like it <laughs> definitely right. Diane did you have what did you have um, I did really enjoy the decor too and the presentation on everything I thought was really beautiful if you eat with your eyes first you could just stare at it and be satisfied um, I was a little less happy with the food we tried uh, quite a few appetizers um, um, they had tempura on there, really thick, almost like corn dog batter. Uh, couldn't like really see what the vegetables were. We tried the um, crab, green mango salad, and delicious kind of flavors, crispy crab, but we couldn't find any mango or taste it, so that was interesting. Um, we had some grilled meats that were wonderful. The steak was just like seriously delicious, and so was the pork chop, with uh, a beautiful salad served in a huge martini glass, another float item. Um, we tried a pad thai, which we 
all three of us really did not like it at all. It tasted oh. the way cigarette smoke smells to me. Oh. I'm sorry. Oh, I like it their pad thai. I just thought we were not okay, girls, all three go of us. Tell her why, really? tell her why <laughs> she I, should. I feel like pad thai can be really heavy and greasy and you leave feeling like you have a rock in your stomach. And it's one of the few places I've found that I can leave and, and not have that feeling. I think it's fresh and clean. And um, they have a fr an appetizer called the fresh roll. Um, which they stick some mint into, which is just mm -hmm. a flavor you're not expecting, and it makes the whole thing taste just so fresh and delightful. Oh, it's it's delicious. Um, we get they have a papaya salad that we'll get sometimes, which is very good. And as you say, you said you couldn't taste the mango and the other flavors. This yeah. papaya salad definitely has plenty of papaya to make you happy. <laughs> um, papaya and shrimp. Um, yeah, there's there's various things. I mean, the menu is. I'm sure you noticed. There's a lot. Very there's a lot of I mean, it's, it's hard. It's hard to even know where to start sometimes. Sure. Um, have you had the pork chop that Diane was talking about? I haven't about? had the pork chop, but I Tell have had the grilled meat. Yeah, the, well, the pork chop, it was very juicy, big. We split it three ways, and everyone had plenty of it. And just delicious, wonderfully flavored, comes with the nice little dipping sauces. And so did the steak. I just couldn't believe both of them, as far as grilled meats go, were top flight. Mm -hmm. yeah, and with that salad in the martini glass, you just feel so elegant. <laughs> It is true though, when you go to a Thai place, you're not expecting pieces of art to come out on yeah, your plate and necessarily, and right. everything that comes out true. is wonderful to look at. Yes. Yeah. Really the main problem they had though is was the service, which there was only two tables in the restaurant the into almost the entire time we were there, and she absolutely refused to take plates. So she would bring our entrees, and we had plates all over the place, so we would hand them to her, and then she would bring some, but she kept bringing things while the table was full, and even at the end of the meal, mm -hmm. um, still again, we left with the plates full of plates and never even a room to do anything. Yeah. I mean, I was, that was very interesting because it was very people, sweet, though, but only one table there. This is not, a, you know, an easy spot to park by oh, any stretch no. of the imagination on Lombard Street. So do a lot of people do takeout? And yeah, maybe that's... I mean, when, I, when we sit there, you can definitely see a lot of takeout bags coming mm -hmm. up to the counter and waiting right. for their people to pick them up. Yeah, right. I think, I mean, I live in the neighborhood, so I can walk. All right, well, Alexis, Banjong is your spot, so give us a quick summary. Again, if you want to have a a spa type um, experience at a restaurant and you want some delicious pumpkin curry among other things I highly highly recommend you go everyone's very kind and it's a beautiful place to eat okay in Rolando um, I would dine there again if I was in the neighborhood like I said and um, I was in the mood for some Thai food okay uh, I probably wouldn't go back um, just facing the neighborhood and parking and all that and I, I just didn't get as good a feel as I've gotten from many other Thai restaurants in the city okay if you would like to try Banjarang Thai cuisine, it's on Lombard Street at Webster in San Francisco. The telephone number is 415-441-8999. It's open for lunch and dinner every day. Reservations are accepted, and the average tab per person without drinks is around $20. I want to thank my great guests on this week's show, Rolando Mafnis and his place, El Matate, Diane Amos with Criola Bistro, and Alexis Lynch with Banjarang Thai cuisine. Let us know what you think about the places we visit by logging on to our website at kqed.org slash check, please, and adding your comments. You'll find more details on all the places featured, and you can watch or download a show. And you can read my notes on the wine we're drinking today. And don't forget to join us next time when three new guests will recommend their favorite spots right here on Check, Please! Bay Area. I'm Leslie Sabraco, and I'll see you then. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Cheers. This show is available in high definition, Comcast On Demand, and via podcast. For additional information on the restaurants featured, to comment, or to apply to be on the show, go to our website at kqed.org slash check please.
Check Please Bay Area is brought to you by Amici's East Coast Pizzeria serves up the aromas and tastes of the Northeast's distinctive Italian fare with freshly made pastas, homemade minestrone, and pizzas cooked in brick ovens at their 12 Bay Area locations. Wines from Italy and California served by a professional staff complement the smart, casual restaurants which are open daily for a quick business lunch or an evening meal out with family and friends. Menu and location information can be found at amici's.com. Amici's East Coast Pizzeria, proud to support KQED Public Broadcasting. Tourism Australia's chef-led journeys and wildlife excursions to Kangaroo Island are for travelers with a passion for food, wine, and adventure. Information at australia.com slash now. And by Charitable Auto Resources, urging you to donate your car to KQED's vehicle donation program to help raise funds for quality public broadcasting. And the Campaign for the Future Program Venture Fund and the members of KQED. A KQED television production.